the Chasing Progress podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Chase and Progress podcast. Myself and Simon are here this week with Jamie from the treatment table. Bulletin! This is Chasing Progress, the podcast. Right, Jamie. Hello. <laughs> tell us <laughs> Tell us about the treatment table. Oh, we've done so much prep. How did the treatment table start? Um, Where met, did it start? He met me 12 years ago and yeah. I inspired him. To be the best person he could be. That's that's almost exactly the opposite as what I think. <laughs> um, it wasn't 12 years ago. It was like 16, 17 was it years 16? ago. What is it? 2006? 2006, we, we, yeah. It was the, the year, year after Liverpool after won Champions League. League final. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember coming off work and I worked on the docks before that. Yeah. Then my sister found this, this premier person training course and like yeah. suggested we go to the open night. It was with David Lloyd. Yeah. We went to there. Then like... It was the, the, the full whack of the course was like it was a couple of grand, wasn't it? Yeah, four you and did half. PT. Yeah, yeah did everything. Oh, so you qualified PT. Qualified PT. Yeah. You'd, you'd you'd wonder why because he never trains. I know. Train yeah. other people though to a high level. <laughs> you do good yeah. coaches Where? train other people. Good coaches you do? train. Is that what you're trying <laughs> that's, to say? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Where'd you do that? Train other people. Train uh, <laughs> in. Between eleven and four, <laughs> Between Origin, 11 and four. No one's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check the mic on. <laughs> um, you not wear it. No, um, wait, go back. Two thousand six. You start your premier. Your sister's booked you the open day. You go down. Go down. It's decide to do half, it. It's about four and a half grand, three and a half grand. Yeah, yeah. Was a lot. So then there was a sports therapy because you wanted to be a PT or a physio. Originally it was a PT. Yeah. So then we get on the course, meet. What was that about 30 people on it? Did you know him before that? No. No. 30, no. it was a, it, between 30 and 40, I remember that. Yeah. I remember thinking it was Small a lot of people. It was a lot of people. And then there was, um, there was, there was quite a few Irish guys on the way. Yes. There was, there was like, sports science guys, eh? Sports science, yeah. 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 We ran through that, which was interesting. And then there was a sports therapy side to it, which not everyone did. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you kind of you kind of did your fitness instructing, your PT, and then you could stay on and do... Yeah, uh, your sports massage therapy. Sports massage therapy, yeah. and then I went. Which I did. Which you did, yeah. yeah. I seen you made a few people. Yeah. <laughs> you're, a bit, you're a bit light with the cream, ripping hairs out of the front centre. <laughs> so then, from that, I went and got a job. If you remember LA Fitness, which now doesn't exist anymore. On Rose Lane? No, it was in Southport. Hi. But okay. I, I, what I see. because uh, you're what? a North Ender. You're yeah. from I think Boots I actually old. went for a job there. Where? Which one? LA Fitness in Southport. Well, I. Was it for, no, it might have been for me. Was it one of so, Corby? So then, got a job as a PT in Southport, which was Dragons as well. It was like a, it was like a half elephant and half Dragons club. Um, did PT for about two months, but like the rent was ridiculous and yeah. there wasn't a big scope for PT despite how it was like advertised. Then I got a job there as a fitness instructor and just flipped onto the team, and then ended up being gym manager with another guy, and then worked across across Formby and Liverpool as well. So there was like a okay. So like I was up and down all three. So so you might have interviewed me and like had I me probably off. rejected you. Yeah, yeah I was going to say <laughs> two North Enders. And now I'm his boss. Judged you as soon as you walked in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now he works for me. <laughs> God, I can't oh, wait for this treatment actually. Oh, how the, oh, the tide has turned. Disclaimer: Dave was in a wheelchair before he came in for treatment with me. <laughs> before he seen Jamie. Yeah. Cool. In that first job, people were just asking me more about 
sports therapy stuff and treatment stuff after I did a little bit of like sports massage here and there yeah. and it just kind of spiraled and I got I found that the anatomy stuck stuck more do you know what just I mean just enjoyed it more like yeah like the origins and incisions and muscles and stuff and and then what the way did I go from there yeah and then I went back to college in Southport and did an access course to go back to uni so I could then go and do physiotherapy fair flipping play going back to you how old are you when you went back to uni 22 Ah, so you weren't exactly a what do they call him? Mature, mature, mature student. Mature student. I was yeah, I was. Learner. A what? <laughs> a what learner? A senior learner. A senior learner. I felt like it was a good shot. Senior learner. I feel like that describes so, a different demographic of people. So you were a mature student. Yeah, 22. that was very misleading for that title. And what was the goal when you decided you wanted to be a physio? What was the goal to be a physio for like a sports team or just? No, nah, the yourself? goal was just literally to work. When I went on placement to the Royal I was like this is boss I just I, I'd happily work in the Royal yeah like the people there the physios there you worked with some awesome physios like you just do like an encyclopedia you'd ask them a question and see them flick through stuff in the brain and be like yeah now this is the answer this is why I do it boom 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 and like to develop that sort of thought process was like it was hard you know like it was, yeah it's, it's, it's grueling to because it's you, to, to be constantly told you're wrong yeah, for a little yeah. bit in what in, like no matter whatever style you're told you're wrong it's always difficult to not take it personally if you're trying your best yeah do you know course. what I mean because this wasn't something that I was like I wasn't just something straight out of school as someone who might flip to another, another degree yeah I'd had that moment where this is what I was doing and this is passing passing this is no break. option yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. like there were some moments here where I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, but I have to do this kind of thing. This is Chasing Progress, the podcast. Was there ever a moment where, when you decided to be a physio, mm. which obviously comes with, like you said, you you know, it's a uni degree, it's it's, yeah. it's a proper qualification, you know? Yeah. Um, did you want to work for the football teams? Did you want to be, go there down was an that element route? To was, that. There ever, was that ever a driving force? Or there was what? an element to that. And we, I did go into private private practice with a company that were like an offset of um, Birmingham City's old medical team yeah, and okay. they'd set up like a private practice Yeah. so I worked a lot for them and learned loads with them like it yeah. was brutal like the hours were brutal which is yeah. probably why I do yeah, the same yeah they proper brutal. flog you don't they that's yeah. one thing I've heard about the football teams is they just work you to the yeah. bone like I, for nothing as well yeah, for buttons for yeah I remember going when I first qualified there was a job going in Liverpool and it was a grand a year less than the, than the NHS yeah crazy 10 hours a week more crazy and to apply so 40 hours a, 40 hours a month more yeah to apply it costs you 300 quid yeah crazy to apply Crazy. Not even a guarantee of an interview. Crazy. Pay to apply. Pay to apply. Maybe it was the platform it was advertised through. I don't know. I might be off the mark with that. Probably think with the reputation and a hundred percent. Yeah, that goes with it. Because like, if you think about it, everyone's like loads of people have worked for a football team, haven't they? But there's loads, so loads of people who've stopped working for a yeah. football team. Like, yeah, I think it's natural. I think that when you qualify in that kind of field, where it's, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's and it's working idea. for the big lights. Yeah. And it's and it's you know it's the, the idea is you want to run out on being the being around and all the superstars, especially when you're young and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But you weren't where you were a senior, a senior, senior learner, mature learner. students, mature oh, yeah. students. Thank you very mature much. Students. Please, can we Sorry. get that right? So fast forward a couple of years. You've a couple of years. I was I done been with the private company for five years, and then where does I, that take us to? What year is that? You're asking a lot. Yeah, that's asking a lot. Yeah, about 2012. Um, then. Because I was doing more management stuff and more teaching for this company, 
I just wanted to stay in Liverpool and like stay on the tours and treating people. I didn't want to come away from yeah. treatment and rehab and hands-on yeah. stuff. And like, it wasn't really my bag driving to a clinic and teaching for an hour and driving somewhere else and yeah. teaching for an hour. Yeah, yeah. It again. It's all right at first, and then when the novelty wears off, you're like, oh, the travel and everything. The travel. Yeah. So is yeah. this when treatment table was born? Pretty much, yeah. And where did it start? It started and I was in, on this group on Facebook and was like, I'm going to start my own company. Does anyone got any name suggestions? And I put it out on this, this like running forum. I know why. And you asked people to name your company? Yeah. Brilliant. Sweet. And I got 505 suggestions and treatment table was number three. What yeah, what was number one? No, what was number two? I can't remember, but there was stuff like stupid stuff because this guy <laughs> put like stuff like didgeridoo physio, don't physio, like <laughs> you know magic hands physio, magic hands, you know, magic, hands. magic finger physio, and he's just like, <laughs> oh mate, how is this not sounding? But he was like, no, 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 I'm doing it for a reason because like it might just spark someone to come up with a good idea, and I thought that was fair play, but like didgeridoo, didgeridoo was class, didgeridoo. Progress, not perfection. The Chasing Progress podcast. So I want to know, achievement table. It's birthed. You, you've sort of, mm. you've you've opened your first practice. Is that what we call it? No. So practice. what happened was, I, I I was mobile for like a year because the fair flip and play being mobile. The way That's people, like a PT though, the way people work. So it's probably less hassle than a PT because you don't have to bring one thing in. A bed in people's houses. Yeah, but you could go down a whole rabbit hole there, couldn't you? Like yeah, going to people's houses. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, like not good I, I never really had any problems you know like there was never any sort of like because it was always physio do you know yeah. what I mean it was never branded as like, yeah. people call you a masseuse and you're like I'm not a masseuse like stop <laughs> yeah. stop like, calling stop me a masseuse, masseuse you know I'm what not. I mean does he just go down to Smithtown if you want if you want if you want a masseuse you know what I mean <laughs> like this is not oh no like whole new demographic we'll is just been... there but like you know half of the reason the name treatment table was because people were saying God, get Jamie to come with a treatment table. Yeah. Like, it sort of birthed yeah, itself yeah. On, on Facebook. People just messaged me and said, can you bring yeah. a treatment table around? So it was yeah, kind yeah. of flowed from that. And then I met a trainer, Cy Langton. What a guy. Was, yeah. He was... Um, what a dude. Yeah. I, I So I treated one of his clients, and his client put me onto him. And I went round and sort of had a chat with Cy, and was treating Cy for a couple of months. Yeah. And they had their own setup on Smith Town. Um, and is that where you started working at it? Didn't work out of there. Just came in and just did the pop up for like one or two weeks and treated okay. a couple of clients. And then they moved and set up um, in the, the gym in, in Dingle in LA. And when they moved, I opened like a week after they opened. They, they just needed to get the rooms built and equipment yeah. in and stuff. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to set up a monthly payment of rent here. This is terrifying. Like, I was like, (gasps) you know, you're working all the hours under the sun to just get it made. I think everyone has that feeling as a PT when you get your first... Everyone has that feeling business. It's like, oh my God, I have to pay this. It's the risk versus reward. (laughs) Yeah. It's your money on the chopping block, isn't it? But by all the years of like education and stuff that you put in, you must have, you know, you must have known. You're going to, you're going to see this through. Yeah. You're going to make a success of it. Well, there's two ways you can go, isn't it? Like, because I, I always found that like the nine to five wasn't really for me. You know, I think most people who own a business have that in the sense that like yeah. you either end up doing that's too why, much. That's why I left the traffic warnings. Nine yeah. to five wasn't for me. You end up doing too much or nothing. Yeah. Because you need to be all in or all out. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I need to be occupied. Um, so longer hours suited me. I was prepared to put it in because I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and then I was in a, like a, a boss environment there where like, I ended up getting to know loads of like good people and treating them. And I was yeah. busy pretty quick. And then I, I had a lot of connections with some running clubs, and they were coming to me. And I've stayed like a lot of people have become good mates. Was that in the like, pipeline early on though to like have your own place? No. So it wasn't when they approached really. you and you got like the um, idea from them? Yeah. Was it from Sai? It was from Sai. It was like, do you want to rent a room? So it just and like organic. And it kind of just like, oh, well, that's not a bad idea. And then I was sort of going to go half and half, mobile and room. And then it made no sense to sort of be paying rent and then be on the road. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah, well, and then once yeah. I was in, and slowly but surely, gradually booked people into this location. Yeah. And whereas I thought people wouldn't travel, they did. So I was like, oh, you know, this this, this works. It was yeah. like a dead nice surprise and yeah, yeah. really good. Five, I was there for seven years. People pay years. and people travel for good service. Yeah. And for good for, for a good product. Yeah. No matter where you are, people will do it. If you provide something that's exceptional and above above the standard, people will go. People will come. Yeah, I've learned that. So then we was at Primal. Yeah. Then after a couple of years at Primal, I took another room yeah. at Primal, employed someone, built them up with sort of some contract. So you became an employer. Became an employer, yeah. Yeah. That was Joy I didn't really think world. about that. No, I've been dead lucky, you know, with people I've employed. You know, well, like lucky or skilled, you've employed the right people. The Chasing Progress Podcast by Origin Gym. Okay, so I want to switch gears a little bit. Go. And I want to talk. If you could say two things to your younger self about where you started to where you are now, what would they be? What are the two things you would say, good and bad, whether they be mistakes, whether they be good things or bad things? What would you say your younger oh, self? That's starting out. Oh, what starting out in business? What starting out in business. Starting out as a physiotherapist. What would you say to yourself? What are the um, two things? Because you've clearly built a very successful business um, and one that by uh, sight and what you see and and um, yeah, what you hear is only going from strength to strength. So you've clearly got something going right and you're doing something very right. So what was? What would be the thing that you'd say to your younger self? Work hard. Be, okay. consi- be consistent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> make it happen. Literally, Boom. do you know what? As, uh, even though you've clearly just, you know, plugged everything about Origin there, uh, it's not far no, off about no, what I'd, progress, not perfection. Yeah. It's not far off what I would yeah. say because, like, I'm still my own worst critic now. Yeah. Like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. Yeah. You need to do... You know what? You still got a couple of things left to do. When you have to do a lift, you know, yeah. to, to do lifts, to do list. You know, get yeah. like I'll be lying in bed and I'll be like, just get the laptop out and just do that, and then go to bed like you know, just with that peace of mind kind yeah. of thing. People totally underrate like, and undervalue hard work and yeah. consistency. And to be fair, and sticking in there and just being in the fight. in this industry, there's always just the bitching, isn't it? There's always like yeah. that gym or that trainer. You know, a lot of good things, but you'll always hear bad things. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I've never heard anything bad about him. Yeah. Apart from me, you can't like change your bin. Yeah. But but that's us, eh? We did the other day, so credit where it's due. Yeah. <laughs> We've got video evidence as well. Where where do we see treatment table going? You're established in a couple of gyms, aren't you? Yeah, so here. What's the goal from now? If you're starting from now, what's the goal for well, five already, years? I always wanted the shop front. I wanted pass and trade. Yeah. Being in a gym was, 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 was two things. It was a supply of customers. It was exposure to people who trained. And... Like company with it as well, do you know what I mean? 
Um, so then I was like, I I always wanted the shop front, which now I've just started. I've nearly finished work on in Crosby, so I'll move out to Crosby Bats onto the shop front on St John's Road. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Didn't yeah. I see you got a shop front? Yeah. Did you know? And he was I working told- on it. And he was leaving Crosby Leisure Centre. Yeah. How awesome. Um, so where is it? John, where's that? St John's Road. St John's Road. Where's that? New South Road. I know Crosby Road North. Okay. Oh, for South all you, the one for with all the busy... enders, for all you North Enders, clearly... Don't talk about us like a different... Well, you are a different breed, and you've got your little Don't geographical call those North Enders when you're Southern Hemisphere. This I, fella comes down um, oh, what's it called? I don't even know the road. Well, Breck Road. And he's like, look at these people, man. They all live on... Chicken nuggets and smiley faces. Nice way to alienate... Alphabet potatoes. Ah, waffle head. Progress, not perfection. The Chasing Progress podcast. Let's have a bit of fun. Most common, most common injuries that come through your door. Back in here. Most common fixes. Most common fixes. Getting strong. Oh, I love that. Most overrated advice that you hear physios give clients. Can we change that to physios and trainers? Most overrated advice you hear physios and trainers give clients. Stretch more. Most underused advice that you hear physios and trainers give clients. Lift heavier. Controversial. Most common exercise that is overused by clients when they come to you with problems. Full stop. It depends what for, I suppose. You could say back What pain. was that? Say again. Most no. common... No. Oh, right. Okay, I know. So like, a, like, a, like a core exercise, yeah. like a dead bug or something like that, yeah. which is fine. But which are, if you want some sort of justification for that is that like in the early noughties, late nineties, it was all about core exercise and this stability ball, like this lovely stability ball that I've got, yeah. that I'm sat on here and everyone pushed, pushed that. Well, there's the problem, mate, okay. <laughs> is that, you know. Disclaimer, Dave was joking, everyone. <laughs> trainers at Origin. Oh, fully highly, up to date. Highly professional and very um, up to date. In the sense that, you know, if you do a deadlift or a shoulder press or a squat, you'll have the same activation of your core, if not more, yeah. as a dead bug, but you'll get more glutes, quads, yeah. all the stability muscles working and, you know, shoulders and stuff. You'll get more compression of spine and bones for fighting osteoporosis and stuff like that, especially if people are female. Okay, so let's talk about that quickly. Sorry, Dave. Um, Lifting weights and lifting, whether it be heavy, medium weights, whatever. You talk about osteoporosis and Mm -hmm. all that. What is lifting weights doing to your bones? Like in terms of making them stronger, how? In layman's terms for people to understand. It's making them denser. Denser. So when you look at a bone, it's like a like a sponge by what process of holes. oh god I don't think you can say that without getting too technical okay. so you'll have uh, the best way if someone wanted to be explained is if you look yeah, at layman's an, terms, an real book there's lines drawn of the way the forces are spread out and projected through the bone okay and like longitudinal forces and stuff like okay. that and they will where they all intersect and most forces are are placed on that particular bone so then the body the body will just respond to that and make it stronger in that particular okay that so particular area. so talking about someone with let's say arthritis yeah right should they be lifting weights is this person in pain sorry to be no 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 arthritis. it's good uh yeah let's say they're in pain 
Yeah, I would What's say. What's the answer if the answer is yes and the answer is no? So if the answers. So they, they are in pain. Yeah, they are in pain. They'll the blanket answer I would say is yes if they can if they can tolerate it. Yeah. But if you can tolerate it and they're happy to, you can push them a little bit more. Okay. Um, you don't want to go too intense. Okay. You don't have to push much straight into pain. Right. right? But some pain is okay. You know, right. Three or four out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, the more muscle activation we get, the more pressure we get on joints. So we all know the arthritis is the wear and tear of cartilage. Yeah. Within the knee. Yeah. To a certain stage, we all have wear and tear. Like. Like cartilage tears in your knee, just like wrinkles on your face, you get them, but they're not painful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's only when they become a problem and there's a flap in your knee that something catches and you think, oh, I've got to do something about that. Ow, I can't squat. Ow, this is caught. Ow, it's blocked. Kind yeah. of thing. But when we lift weights and put pressure down, your the ends of your bones are like a sponge, so they'll press together and it'll secrete a little bit of what we call synovial fluid. Yeah. And that nourishes the, the two ends of the bone, which is really beneficial in someone with arthritis. A lot of the pain comes from bone and arthritis, but a lot of the pain comes from the inflamed joint capsule as well. Okay. So there's a soft tissue element to it as well. So now I was going to ask this, right? In my opinion, in my very limited opinion of injuries, and, um, and and what happens uh, when people get injured and how you fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think that a lot of it or most of it is soft tissue. Like yeah. people always come and they're like, oh, you know, I'm sore, I'm, I'm sore here, I'm sore there. And generally I think, is it the muscle that's attached to the ligament that's tight and is it just pulling? So in, it, let's just say- um, Use you, because you have bad knees, don't you? Yeah. I have bad knees, so I have a I have micro tears in my quad insertion tendon on my knee. Is that caused through just tight quads, just constantly pulling at the tendon mm-hmm. through like through just you know like a, is it just like an abrasive almost you know just constantly just pulling and and, and, and shredding it micro tears? Is that what happens if you lengthened and relaxed the muscle? I'm using sort of you mm-hmm. know very lazy yeah, yeah, words yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. stretched with that. I'm trying not to <laughs> say that. Would you, would that help the, yeah, the quad well, insertion? So, well, you corrected yourself there because the first time when you had muscles attached to a ligament and it's tight, I was thinking, oh my God, this yeah. guy did anatomy on the course of me. What's going on? <laughs> so, for a reminder for the class that ligaments attach bone to bone, tendons yeah. attach muscle to bone. Yeah, yeah. In the past couple of years, I've done like a lot of a lot of sort of reading study around tendons okay. and stuff and tendons are like a whole other organ yeah. compared to like I just used to think they were just a little stringy bit that, that connected the muscle to the bone and most people just think of a tendon as the bit that they see in the chicken when they take it out the oven yeah. you know <laughs> but it's like but tendons like to be loaded okay so if you've got a rip roar and ten, like tendonopathy yeah is which is what I counted intuitively as it feels and sounds put weight on it okay and the reason that it's not getting better with just body weight is you're not lifting heavy enough to stimulate the change yeah now that can be it's scaled up and scaled down yes. compared to how irritated the tendon is yeah you might find that the person can do more reps to put more load on the, on the tendon with a lighter weight or they can just do a heavier weight and just do a couple of reps. Yeah. You guys would call that strength training. Yeah. Um, you can change the range 
Okay. You can change the tempo that you move at. Typically, tendons, because they're elastic and they're like a spring, and the more, you know, when you do a, what, you know, a, a plyometric session. Yeah. How tough is it? You say, how, how much sore are you the next day? It's because of all the stress you put on your tendons and the attachment to it. Yeah. So would you, to answer your question about wood making the quad longer yeah. to take the pressure off the tendon, yes, to a degree, but how are you going to make the quad longer? And if you're thinking it's by stretching, yeah. the amount of force that you have to actually produce to lengthen your quad tendon, what's the stat? Something like 30% of the first, probably more. I'm being conservative there, but 30%, let's say, is of the initial range of motion gained by stretching is just you mobilising your nerves. Your muscle isn't actually changing length. Yeah. So you. So, you so put, it's a lot. So it's a lot, kind of thing. So 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 the way to get better is to strengthen. Strengthen. Yeah. Strengthen into range. Yeah. Um, I don't know the details behind it, but I know that the like Australian ballet, I'll call it federation or. Yeah. You know, organi- organisation, yeah, associations are better word. They've really cut back on using stretching in ballet. It's just like long, slow, deep, well, eccentric. This is what I always say. We always tease me about the fact that I don't stretch, but then when it comes to actual movement, I'm pretty flipping good. For a six foot three fella, I can get to the bottom of a squat and stay pretty upright. Once you're warm and once you're doing it, but yeah. then... But Have then you when seen yourself yeah, trying to sit but down. But then when I'm cold, yeah, but that's just because I'm sore, man. I'm just trained hard, <clears throat> and I'm just tight in my muscles. I've got like yeah, I've but got the idea of training is so you're functional and you can move. Better. Yeah, but I'm, but I am. Like if you see, I know, I'll remind you of that next time you draw up a nine-hour record workout plan on the whiteboard. Oh, when you he's know, flipping, I can sit down better than him. No, you can't. I mean, Since the guy who's just recovered from a raw sciatica, from a year-long injury. I can move yeah, very functionally, he says, as well. he like needs a, you know, his kids to carry him out, 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 out of the car. Last month. Crying, lad. Some people like carry go beyond twenty percent when they're training. You know, don't always stay in the comfort zone. I think so might, Jay, might do forty percent today. Not that I'm trying to take business away from you, but I mm-hmm. think it's always good. And I, well, we all know that it's good to just give something to the people that are listening. What can people do to to prevent mm-hmm. coming to see you? Um, so obviously people come to see you for a couple of reasons right they come for maintenance yeah. which is massively underrated and hugely important I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say maintenance is probably the best thing like why would you not spend money and look after your body when you spend money looking after your car when you spend money looking yeah. after your ass prevention then, beats the cure but it's not very glamorous and you don't see a big return for your book you yeah. just don't see anything yeah. and that's what you want but people would not invest in like weekly treatment or even bi-weekly treatment like you know a massage or, or going to see someone like you know going to see the treatment table jamie and the guys that work with him because you know they think no i need to be injured before i go see someone like that but in reality maintenance is always better so um what can people do to to sort of keep themselves healthy and whole in that sense like what's get strong man just get strong like get strong but then also don't be scared of pain what do you mean don't be scared of pain quantify that if you don't mind because like that 
that to some people I think might sound like you know real sort of but we all know brash that. like oh you know suck feel, up the pain I feel pain pain threshold pain tolerance could be a whole section 100% because it's 100% and, and it's also okay but just it's a, a short topic. answer yeah okay no it's, I mean it's it's a big t- topic around the physio at the moment in terms of because you can't just say to people pain you, tolerance or yeah, pain pain tolerance and pain and everything what what changes the way you feel pain so a good example is how much of a knob are is anyone when they're hungry I had to use that word so I'm sorry hungry. when they're hungry do you know what I mean if you're hungry and your kids it's funny we're talking about this and your you're kid, very and, hungry and your kids are coming don't get hungry at all but you change though don't you yeah you've got think, less yeah. tolerance to stuff less tolerance but I don't get hungry no well whether it, well no uh, you're saying not hungry because About it's got the word have told you it's got the, the word day. angry in. so it's like it, it suggests that you're getting angry okay. but the bottom line is you change you, yeah. know, you can't think as, as fast yeah definitely you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, your okay. decision making is impaired kind yeah. of thing um, so with pain if you don't have a, as much of like as good a night's sleep yeah you're not hydrated as well enough hydration okay no no but we, we need to get this pain answer like it, yeah 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 what so, level of pain are you using okay to work because it's I so know, individualized well this is what I'm going to go on to so yeah I can't tell people they don't feel pain I can because it's so subjective yeah do you know what I mean people can't tell you that you don't have a bad back well, like if they're scared about something yeah the pain is worse yes one of the biggest things I can do is reassure people and I can show them how me doing a certain movement with, with them hasn't ended them and I yeah. think so it's therefore very... x y and z boom 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 we can therefore move on to do this 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 and this you know which is then like it gives people the confidence to come back into the gym and see you guys mm-hmm. you know and then a lot of my rehab stuff revolves around everyday tasks it's not like a bench press or a shoulder press it's like picking the kids up and putting them onto something reaching out reaching something like off the off the top of the cupboard or something yeah, like that yeah. yeah so to answer your question about pain there's so many things that affect it you just have to be aware of them and okay. I think once you're aware of them it answers itself so yeah I have a little checklist in my head of have I slept enough have I exercised have I eaten have I drank enough water and then when, when I'm like I haven't ticked three of those four boxes I'm like yeah well I'm obviously going to be more sensitive yeah Do you know what I mean? isn't that I'm obvious like, is it obvious should, to you yeah, well, is it obvious to do you think about that do you think that yeah. you know well people who come here don't I have this people who come here don't know that they've got to eat X amount of protein do they you just go, well, that pot noodle looks boss. No, that's why we tell them, yeah. <laughs> this is Chasing Progress, the podcast. I think people listening, if we can, t- we've got, what, five minutes here, and I want to I wanna give people something to take away from this in terms of, like, some, some little fixes. You say about hydration. Mm. How much does hydration help your joints and why? I think you can go past joints. Okay. Like, just like I, I know it's that easy to say oh yeah we're made up of 70 percent water and you know this fella had one day of a two, two liter two, yeah, days. two days two days and Great i effort. think it helps like me focus mentally sometimes i might feel less anxious i feel like my digestion's better helps warm you up isn't it <laughs> so, i saw you wink if you oh it's on the other side uh, so hydration is key is what we're saying yeah i just think you know it just helps everything function. Yeah. I think there's there's an element to every single part of it that is water. Okay. You know, like muscle tendon. Not gonna lie, I felt like I slept better when I drank water for all of two but days. Like, but she drank water for two days and slept better for one night and then binned it. Yeah, because the next <laughs> night I didn't sleep. 
No, but I drink a lot anyway. Like I have massive amounts of tea. decaf tea, so it's tea. not it's not it's coffee. not caffeinated tea. I do have a you're bit on too, a full fat coffee now. Um, coffee, I, coffee. I, I do definitely have too much coffee these days. Um, but I drink a lot of liquid, so I'm okay. I'm drinking two to three liters of liquid a day. Right, least. Jay. Why do people's back hair at the beginning of a run? Oh God, you've gone really broad that question, haven't you? Why I mean, do people get sick? <laughs> That's what you've said to me there. Why do people? No, because I, I could like It's all right. You've got a bit longer. Right. With Run Club going on, there's a few injuries and stuff, but one of the common ones is, and this happened to me back in the day. I used to play footy for the first. 15 minutes my back was crippled yeah and then it was fine Every week. I've never had we got one about me a week of tease me but I've never had these kinds of injuries you know ever. you don't push yourself past ever. 20% I think ever, 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 ever. My, like I don't know you could, have, you could have someone me. listen to this and, okay, I got and shred me for it but, it, it but but this would be my personal opinion is that there's, a, there's an element of prepping for your sport and I think Come again on, Dave, if you, you did prep better. if you slept yeah Eight and and and, and hydrated. Sleeper. Top sleeper, top hydrator. Me. You are actually now. You now. are now. Yeah. Walking around but with you've asked the question bottle. as to when yeah. you were a kid and you were getting sore. Yeah. So you know, I mean, probably running around on rock hard pitches and not as green. But I would say that you you are when I say underprepared, like that's another broad answer. But you could be stronger. You could be fitter. You could have warmed up into it better. So like to say for a five k, you should almost do as much warm up as you should a race okay I've heard some running coaches quick fire that. what one exercise is overused in the gym none all exercise is good exercise great what is underused in the gym what should more people be doing weights yeah. alright and then no him, not you. sorry and then just fight can I ask the final question one, can I have one more okay and then I'm asking the final question why are you so against stretching Um. I'm so <laughs> because it hasn't helped your back so why it has doing yeah it? well so stretching you know, I think there's a reason is there a difference between stretching and mobility oh, let him answer the first question so stretching I think that people here. I know yeah stretching's got its place don't get me wrong I think that people see it as an easy way out it's easy to do and it will make you feel better briefly it puts a different sensation into your injury site and like I, I've got up out of bed and got a you know, cramp and gone oh I'll just stretch that out and it makes it feel better Yeah, but it doesn't do anything lasting it's passive so you can stretch your hamstrings but you can't do that movement actively and this is what I say I say that yeah I definitely statically like passively my hamstrings are tight but actively I'm flipping whooping all these people who can do the splits like I'm not like <laughs> what a I statement I don't want to be I I'm absolutely am. all these people who I do the splits I see these people they can't get to the bottom of a squat but they can but, but they've got super flexible hamstrings in but, a static position like I don't want to <laughs> seem like I'm Whooping. wrecking yoga here because yoga's got so many other benefits of like you know in certain positions you're loading your shoulder you're loading you know you're loading uh, you know um, like all different parts because you're holding things statically the breathing yeah. stuff the mindfulness stuff that hour that is yours but yes there will be things that mobility will help if you are chronically tight because you, you're not nourishing your joints as you move them but for someone who has just got someone who's defined as a bad back going away and stretching your hamstrings and stretching your back long term won't prevent it happening again it might make it feel better there and then and it might get like reduce the pain a little bit but it won't provide a long term 
viable solution so it's changing people's thoughts like people exactly. come in and it's like i've got a bad back and it's deadlift day like i don't i shouldn't be doing deadlifts you yeah. actually should be doing deadlifts yeah or just <clears> just, <throat> just change the intensity change change a variable change the range change the weight change the type of contraction that it is um you know so you are listening to them but they're still getting your your stuff done um, still helping them with attending as well there's like there's something called Compression. So if you have like certain tendons, if you think about where they are, like an Achilles tendon, that if you like have a rip roll and acute tendonitis and you stretch it, you are simply squashing the tendon against your heel. Yeah. Like, why? Why would people think that? Like, if you could see it happening, you wouldn't do it. So yeah, don't do it. So like, yeah, so maybe stretch it a little bit. Yeah. But don't be going all the way to the end of range, like eyes water and holding your breath, kind of like. Yeah just in agony kind of thing you know there's much better things you can be doing yes yeah. like easy, strengthening it like strengthening it and it, but there, I know I understand why it happens there's, it's easy to teach it's easy to do you don't need any equipment it makes people feel better quickly like it's obviously why it's caused on and why it's stuck around but it needs to be people just need to understand that there's a limit to it and yeah. when to go to something else Progress, not perfection. The Chasing Progress podcast. Why and what should people come and see you for? Pain. Okay. For one. Yeah. Musculoskeletal pain. Yeah. Anything that they're unsure of. Advice on whether they should be training or not. Yeah. Advice on how to modify the training so they can continue to. Yeah. I can liaise with you guys as to this is today's plan. How can I change this to keep me training? Yeah. You know, and you're gonna get far more benefit than just going and sitting on the couch, putting on Netflix, shutting the curtains, yeah, and waiting for you know, the next session, inhaling yeah. space raiders, yeah, you know, then, yeah, yeah. okay, then and then also any sorts of like we do do a lot of sports massage and stuff, which again does a real like is a nice way of getting rid of treatment soreness and yeah, and I'm massively, and stuff. I'm massively rate massage therapy like sports massage therapy. Over the years, for me, I feel like a lot of that kind of stuff um, has helped my injuries a lot, you know. Through, and then I think, unknowingly... I don't get injured. Unknowingly, I've balanced it with strengthening it. Mm. Because I haven't, I've never stopped training. No. But I've, I've kind of done, done, you know, them together. Because I, you know, I'd, I'd had physios in the past tell me to do 680 reps of a movement. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't have time to do 680 reps of this like 680 oh it was ridiculous they told me to do three times well I may have got my maths right excessive down in there no wait 180 times three is quickly 380 540 540 sorry slightly off 540 for what? three for for an Achilles tendon injury right they told me I had to do that anyway I went and saw a a, a sports massage therapist who literally abrasively sort of rubbed down my tendon it actually helped massively. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, carried, don't go like. And I carried on training again. There's like, there's like hands-on work's taking a bit of a bashing in the physio world yeah. at the minute. But there's there's a change in the science as to what we say that it does. Like, there's still a lot of therapists who talk about breaking down scar tissue and yeah, and re- like reducing adhesions or whatever you yeah. want to call them. But the reality of it is, you change the way your body perceives information yeah so okay. you will change you generate heat with your hands you will heat up the area that will make it feel better you won't feel pain as much yeah in that area but the idea of breaking up scar tissue and people say oh, i've got this issue because i've got scar tissue and yeah. it just kind of doesn't make sense but you can't hit them with it because they 
you know that's what they believe yeah so if you smash a hole in a wall you need new bricks yes that's the scar tissue yeah so the, the, the question isn't the bricks it's the quality of the build job yeah, yeah. Oof, love know? it so yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. So, so it it's all about just working with what that wall our wall out with the hole in it can tolerate yeah before you start kicking lumps out of it and it's you know yeah everything's you know well pointed so come and see Jamie and the guys at Treatment Table for all your physio injury needs massage needs prevention advice prevention and remember what we said that prevention is better than the cure yes that's a wrap everyone want to say thank you to anyone um, only you guys for you yeah. know letting me into the, the um, special office for the, 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 gold, the golden times. circle I've had um, yeah I'm in the golden circle I've got a lovely new seat second guest yeah, yeah um, absolutely. it was better Simon Fiona or Jamie uh, it's make sure me. that you it's listen subscribe <laughs> share and save this podcast please give us five stars stand. on all reviews and we will see you next time on the Chasing Progress podcast see you later everyone <laughs> bye bye five star reviews thank you for listening subscribe now on iTunes and Spotify the Chasing Progress podcast find us on Instagram at origin underscore gym Find us on Instagram at origin underscore gym.